you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And I have to wonder, is there a vomitorium built into the Bridgestone Arena? Now, I know that's a relatively new arena, but Nashville is kind of an old school place. I would think a vomitorium might be necessary, especially considering J.D. Note's state of stomach last night. But you know what? That kid had an amazing game for the Razorbacks. was probably the difference in the ball game, quite honestly. But you know what? Let's start off just talking about the Tigers specifically, of course. And quite honestly, what's happened to Jeremiah Tillman the last three games? That's that's beginning to be my biggest question with this ball club right now. Now, I've certainly focused on the idea that I think Missouri is trying to play through the post via Tillman a little bit too much lately, and I think that's contributing to some of our problems. But when you look at the box score and you realize that Tillman had zero rebounds tonight, Well, that's a tougher one to explain. Now, maybe for whatever reason, that's a total fluke and just the ball was going into Kobe Brown's hands more often than not, into Mark Smith's hands. He got six defensive rebounds and three on the offensive end too. But Tillman is one of the best offensive rebounders in the SEC. So just to see the inactivity there, I've almost got to think he's just getting timid at this point. It seems like, you know, the foul trouble is starting to catch up with him again as we get toward the end of the season here. And I'm wondering if his struggles at the free throw line aren't bothering him a little bit, especially around the rim where it seems like he's missing a lot more layups and dunks than he certainly did earlier in the season. Now, to be fair to Tillman, even though he didn't gather any rebounds in this ball game, apparently his presence was still felt on the glass because in that first half, Arkansas actually didn't have a single offensive rebound, but then they gathered eight of them in the second half, much of that time with Mitchell Smith and Jeremiah Tillman being in foul trouble. Both guys obviously eventually fouled out of the basketball game. Mitchell, in only 10 minutes, by the way, ends up fouling out. And quite honestly, I'm surprised more than those two guys didn't foul out. Although Justin Smith fouled out on the other side for Arkansas. In the second half, let's be honest, that game became a farce. It was just who could fall down the fastest defensively, and you just get the automatic charging violation. It was truly incredible. I've never seen anything like it. I really haven't. Now, I know college basketball has gone way too far with charging violations, but, I mean, really, that that was truly unprecedented. I've never seen anything quite like that. It seemed like there was at least a dozen charging violations on both sides in the second half alone. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Man, I I don't know what we're doing in college basketball, honestly. I don't know what a foul is. It seems like the only way you can play defense now is just to fall down because if you make even the slightest bit of contact on the perimeter, well, you're going to get a foul called. I don't know. I I hate to complain about the sport too much, and I really try to avoid that because it's not great podcasting necessarily, but last night was just a glaring example of the problems that college basketball has, in my humble opinion. 
But despite Mitchell and Jeremiah both fouling out of this basketball game, Missouri did make a bit of a run there at the end, thanks in large part to Kobe Brown and also Parker Brown scoring five points in five minutes. He got to the line, made a couple free throws, actually missed a a really easy layup too, quite honestly, but also took a heat check three, which I don't know how it's a heat check when you haven't played the entire game, but he was not exactly open, but he knocked that thing down anyway. Missouri cuts it to 63-60 at one point. But then, of course, they played really good defense for basically the entire possession. But then J.D. Note, the vomiter himself, well, he vomits a shot up in the air. And that thing banks in, falls in. What a clutch shot. You got to give him credit. Honestly, Note, the entire game, especially in the first half, was just getting buckets. I mean, one-on-one. You know, a, a lot like Cam Thomas. You know, Missouri was switching a good bit in this game on the perimeter as well. And getting, to me, what I thought was pretty good shots from Missouri's perspective, but Note was really knocking them down. you got to give him credit. Now, obviously, I, as a fan, am disappointed in the result last night, but there's a large contingent of people, including a very prominent beat writer who felt like last night was kind of the perfect scenario for Missouri. They lost, played a competitive game, But most importantly, they're getting out of Nashville and onto the NCAA tournament in Indianapolis, where presumably the Tigers avoided catching any COVID-19 bugs, symptoms, whatever you want to call it. Well, I'd like to push back on that particular notion here in a little bit. But first, this tournament season, take care of your baskets and balls. Yes, I just said that. With the best tools for the job, and we're talking about our sponsors. That's Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped performance package to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of of your balls today with 20% off free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code locked on NCAA for our exclusive offer. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code locked on NCAA at manscaped.com. And of course, if you happen to take the Tigers last night, well, you might have gotten them at five and a half over at betonline.ag. And if so, that was a pretty brutal late foul by the Tigers and a couple free throws. Then ended up giving Arkansas the six-point lead and the cover by a half a point. So you know what, Lee Sterling, my tip of the cap to you. Even though you got a little bit lucky, let's be honest. But hey, maybe you'll get lucky every once in a while too. When you go to betonline.ag, and here, actually this is your lucky day because when you head to the website, or use your mobile device to sign up, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. So again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for 50% on top of your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Friday on the Locked On Today podcast, on the one-year anniversary of the NBA shutting down due to covid An NCAA team is forced out of the tournament 
due to a positive test. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the radio app or wherever you get your shows. And when it comes to the people who seem to be somewhat pleased that Missouri actually exited the SEC tournament in the manner in which they did, well, I would say maybe don't assume too much because I think some of these people are assuming that Missouri's win over Georgia and a close loss to a red-hot Arkansas team is enough to get Missouri off of the 8-9 line in that particular matchup where they would obviously have to play the num- a number one seed in the second round. Well, I don't know how we can assume that. I really don't. I think it's possible certainly beating Georgia helped the case, but you know we've certainly seen projections that still have Missouri on the 8 line, so... I don't know. Let's not count our chickens before they've hatched on that particular topic. And second of all, if Missouri wins that basketball game, well, then they're two games away, two victories from a championship. And that's something that, guess what? We haven't had a lot of SEC championships so far since the Tigers have joined the conference. And for me, you know what? Banners, they hang up in the rafters forever. And that stuff matters. It still matters to me. I know the the conference tournaments have lost some of their luster in recent years, but not for me. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just the old man here, but Missouri, let's be honest, we don't have a great shot at winning the national championship or even making the final four, which I think if Missouri were to make the final four, by all means, hang a banner for that. But the odds of that actually happening, to me, Missouri had a way better chance of winning the SEC championship. So let's just not... Let's not take that type of stuff for granted. I understand that this is a weird year. It's COVID-19, and the NCAA tournament truly is the big dance. That's the main event, and as a program, you want your program to get that spotlight and to be in there. Even if you win a game or two games in the tournament, that's just a massive deal. If Missouri could somehow get to the Sweet 16, I get it. I understand that, but you still don't hang banners for Sweet 16s. You hang them for championships and maybe a Final Four. Now, on the positive side for Missouri, I thought that, once again, Javon Pickett played a pretty darn good game. 21 minutes tonight, gave Missouri good energy, knocked down most of his shots. And quite honestly, from here moving forward, I'd like to see him get most of Mark Smith's minutes. I I just don't see how you can really justify playing Mark 26 minutes like he did tonight. I mean, he was awful offensively. He really was. I mean, he he plays really hard. He plays good defense. He was good on the glass tonight, a good rebounder, nine rebounds, in fact. But we've got to have offense out of that spot. And right now, Javon Pickett, believe it or not, is a much better offensive player than Mark Smith. That's just all there is to it. Smith had an ugly turnover late that was really costly. He also had a nice drive, but missed a layup and also 0 for 4 from downtown. And most of them weren't close. He's just not really close to making shots right now. But when it comes to missing layups, Mark was far from alone. The Tigers were under 50% right at the rim on dunks and layups, essentially 12 out of 26. That's just not going to cut it inside the the restricted circle there. It just isn't. 
And, but you do have to give the Tigers some credit. It's not as though they were just settling for jump shots or something. But gosh, maybe at a certain point you do want to pull up from from eight or six feet and just take a short jump shot if you can't finish at the rim. By the way, while Missouri was playing last night, well, there's a couple guys who suited up for the Tigers, had a cool moment on the basketball court themselves. And we'll I'll get to Michael Porter Jr. and Jonte here in a little bit. But first, I got to tell you about Build Bar. And guess what? My pick was correct. Yes, cookies and cream advanced to the enticing eight over Churro Puff. And well, check out BuiltBar.com on Monday for the next Built Bar matchup in Built Bar Madness 2021. And if you want to vote on this incredibly important event, well, go to BuiltBar.com or on Twitter. You can follow them at Built underscore Bar. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won all the matchups in Build Bar Madness and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. So the Tigers obviously got off to a great start in this basketball game, especially on offense. In fact, they were up 21-13 to 13, 10 minutes in, but of course the Tigers would only score 12 the rest of the half. And that's just all too typical for this team their offense just goes completely dormant for long, long stretches of time. And frankly, I don't know what the fix is at this point in the season. As Conzo Martin has been saying, we basically are who we are at this point. And when it comes to the officiating, you know, I've already addressed the amount of charges going both ways that just, it became farcical at a certain point, but you know, the fifth foul on Jeremiah Tillman, that was a terrible call in my in my opinion. And I thought, wow, this is really an officiating catastrophe here. But quite honestly, he's got to look in the mirror too because his fourth foul was all on him. That was him reaching in and hacking down at the basketball unnecessarily. And have we not learned that the officials are always going to see what Jeremiah Tillman does. They're always are drawn to that young man for whatever reason. So he's got to be smarter than that. And frankly, until the last few games is something he's been a lot better at, but you know, the fouls have been coming in bunches here the last three games for Tillman. Once again, definitely something that needs to be cleaned up right now. And finally, while the recently called up Jonte Porter didn't get in the game for the Memphis Grizzlies last night. Well, it just so happened that they were playing the Denver Nuggets and his older brother, Michael Porter Jr. So a really cool moment after that basketball game, Michael and Jonte exchanged jerseys. And well, their older sister, Sierra, actually caught that moment. She's quite the shutter bug, by the way, I gather. And she caught that moment on her own personal camera. So just a cool moment for that entire family to be sure. And here's Michael talking about what that meant to him. Yeah, that was a really special moment for me. Honestly, one of my favorite moments so far in the league, just because like we, you know, we did everything together. We've always been on the same team and people don't know how good Jante is, but like going back to high school, I wouldn't have been the number one player, whatever, without my brother. Like he, he made the game so easy for me. He honestly reminds me of Joker in a lot of ways, just how unselfish he is and how easy he is to play with. Um, so he's been going through some injuries. He's getting back to it. 
but he's a special player and a special kid. So I just want to, it was just good to, to share that moment with him. And uh, he's going to be out there soon enough. So I'm excited for him. So congrats to Jonte Porter for officially at least getting to put on an NBA uniform anyway. I was really, really kind of heartbroken when Jonte had that that knee injury before his sophomore season and then hearing that he re-injured himself again. You know, that, that was a bummer. I just think he's a good kid and certainly I really enjoyed his one year as a Tiger basketball player. So definitely going to root for that young man and Michael too, of course. So good luck to the Porters. And with all that being said, I'll see you all maybe on Selection Sunday. How about that? Let's maybe talk. Let's talk about the bracket on Sunday. So I'll see you guys then right here on Locked on Mizzou.